0: Well, welcome back to the Bamba and Tim podcast. We still got Ryan here. You know, the last episode we were sniffing shoes, you know, and everything. And Nathan was giving us that little uh, insight into his life. But now we're going to Ryan, and Ryan's here. And I recently um, was listening to our old podcast that we did together back in 2020. It was like, but right before the pandemic, February 2020. And, um, you know, just because we, you were back on it, I was like, oh, I want to see the original one we were talking about, because uh, last time you were on it, I kind of didn't know you were coming back. But now I kind of knew, so I was like, oh, I want to give the old one a listen. And, um, and one thing we were talking about off the podcast, which we were talking about two years ago on the podcast, or three years ago on the podcast, was your family and how you know you were kind of restricted in that area, and so now your perspective is is really interesting to that. And so I don't know if you maybe maybe start us out on what was what 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 is what was Ryan's life like when you were on that podcast last time, and kind of recap what you were saying, like with your restrictions and your family dynamic.
1: I think at that point I was already so used to it, and since the biggest like constraint on me was that I just didn't have the money. You don't, I don't have the money, so I can't really make my own decisions. I can't make my own calls at this point like i pay for almost everything that's supposed to be my responsibility and so as it's that is a big distinction right because that shows like uh you
0: know where the control was kind of at at that time but maybe talk more about like why having money now makes a difference like what was what was the reason why um you know you
1: felt the need to have money in the first place because if i knew my parents were taking responsibility for me in the in like those aspects it's not really like okay i'm still dependent on them to take care of me but yeah. at this point like since I do have the money I can pay for everything that I have and everything I own right it's not really an issue for me I don't really see it as like me needing them still Yeah and especially when it comes to like moving out and all that it means like I can I know I can take care of myself there's no question
0: of Right that. yeah so before we get into that like take a step I'm trying to take a step back here so give us a day in the life of Ryan trying to go out and hang with friends when back then in February 2020 and then like now kind of give me a contrast of where your mind's at where your head's at where was that before covid when you're on the podcast last
1: so like the, the running joke in like february 2020 is like is ryan still in jail is he still in prison something like that oh, or was like right, is he on yeah. parole can he come out the, can he come Nathan out apparently uh, <laughs>
2: remembers that yeah yes i do remember that because when covid happened we just all got a taste of what life was like as ryan <laughs> and i was like
1: ah oh, just another day in the field guys yeah. nothing to worry about yeah, here
2: definitely and so, uh, what,
0: what, what would happen like when you're like, so get, like you're, you walk downstairs, you're like, Oh, I want to go hang out with Nathan. I want to go over to do a podcast with Nathan's house. What was that conversation like? Is, did you finish
1: your schoolwork? Did you, did you, did you, did you like get your, you know, take care of work and all that? Did you take care of all those aspects? That's the first thing that came to their comes, goes to your mind. It's like education. Are you all okay? Good I'll play or? your mom. Okay. Oh boy.
0: Brian, where are you going?
1: I'm going don't go up. down
0: those stairs. Yeah, come over here, boy.
1: <laughs> okay, she sounds nothing like that, man. You don't have to. Worry. Have you
0: got your homework? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you got your homework done?
1: Ba- I mean, that's basically it, right? Yeah. And if not, she's like worried. Oh, are you gonna be safe and all that? Yeah. And it's like, of course I'm gonna be safe. That's that's just her protect over like overprotective nature, but like obviously that's not gonna work for like guys it's like i have to like go take risks yeah so you it's not even that big so a risk. what
0: did you used to think about that like wh- at what moment did you realize that that was a negative
1: thing it's it's not like i realized neg- i knew it was a negative thing but you always if, knew i always knew thing. but like what am i gonna do like right. i i need to live somewhere i can't just move out that would be suicidal for me. you were just
0: more accepting it and i was
1: more accepting of it i knew like i didn't have the money to do anything i like if i wanted to do it i it would have to be on my own but i'm like I don't have the money to do this, So I'm not going to fight it out. Right. That wouldn't be smarter than me. Yeah. And so you mentioned that like... So so give me the percent
0: of the time that your mom would say no to you going out.
1: I would probably say it's like closer to 60 to 75%. It's wow. Really high. The likelihood of that happening is really and high. There, and,
0: and how how much of the
1: time would there be any like logical reasoning behind that? Oh, there was never log- Never well, logical reasoning. Well, I wouldn't think it was logical because like my brother's going through it right now. He wants to go out. I mean like like normal for under 5 I feel like for most families it's like oh I'm going to ask like this is where I'm going that's it unless you need them it's okay over the age of 18 yes right yeah, and all and all that so like if you need them yeah sure stay home but if you don't need them like what are you going to what are they going to do stay at home do what so like that that's where I knew I was like yeah this is kind of messed up but like what am I going to do right right it, it wouldn't be smart of me especially When I take into consideration what I do for a living, right, as a financial planner, if I did this and it's not a wise financial decision, like what am I? How can I give advice and like (laughs) look at someone straight in the face? I'm like, yeah, you need to save money. But like, and then and then move out. And I'm like, I have no money. and I'm like, that, that, that just <laughs> wouldn't make sense for me yeah.
0: to do. That, that's funny. So you kind of have that element of like, oh, shoot, I can't move out. I see
1: that I can't move out financially. Right. It wouldn't be a wise career. To, and like, if I were to move out now, I would even say like, it's still like put me behind. It's still put me behind because I know I could save more money if I live at home. Right. Like almost certainly, unless like I find some cheap place. But then again, I'm not. It's like, I want to, I want to survive and not like have like take on such like, needless risk
0: yeah so now it's like you know definitely and so now would you say that the percent has gotten down the, the amount of time that she says no or has it gone up or what's going on with the percent present day
1: well for like perspective like the family relationship it's literally guys versus girls like if you want like over for me to like oversimplify it's guys versus girls that's that's literally it right and so like n- like going out today like i just asked and then my dad's like yeah you can go that's it like the tendency for my dad to say no to me is like it's non-existent because he wants us to grow up. He wants us to learn. Take a little bit of risk.
0: Your mom and your dad have conflicting parental. Oh yeah,
1: perspectives. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's so bad. Like it it, it comes out a lot because my mom wants us or wants our dad to be on his side, but like on her side, but like. That's not going to happen. Do you happen. feel
0: frustrated that your dad doesn't stand up and fight for you more cuz it sounds like he's oh, not he, he, right? He did, or he he's does. done too
1: much. He's done too much. D- done too much, right? And then like at this point I'm like that's why I said like you just need to make money and then move out. So it lessens like the strain on my dad. That's literally the only reason why I would move out at this point. So did you have a conversation with your dad where your
0: dad was like cuz like when I'm reading between the lines here it was it like um oh like you know I really don't want to like ruin my marriage with your mom and so like i would really appreciate it if you endure this and then find an exit strategy rather than me having to deal with this
1: no it's not so much that he didn't want to deal with it but like in life like everything that he does for me is like he's teaching me a life lesson he's like there are some things in life you you have like unfortunately like the circumstances you can't change people that's just how they are fundamentally that's that's it that's like that's that's the story so you just have to move past it. The only thing you have in control is yourself, and you can only do that's like that's the only thing you can do. So you have to work on yourself. You have to improve yourself. You always have to look like put the like your best foot forward and keep moving forward. That's literally all he tell me. Like, yes, the situation is unfair. This shouldn't happen to you, but unfortunately, that's just how your mom is. That's it. Yeah. So. That that's kind of my perspective. It's not like my dad is not standing up for us, but I don't want to put him in that position where he has to do it all the time.
0: Right, yeah. When I hear the saying, keep moving forward too, I think of Meet the Robinsons. I don't know if you guys watched that uh, movie. <laughs> that was stuck in our DVD player for the longest time, so I have that like ingrained. But yeah, Um. so for, for your dad, do you think that if you just started standing up to your mom and you were just like, I'm going out, and you weren't, you didn't even ask her anymore, and you just started going out, would your dad have your back, would you say? no
1: only because we're living in that house like right. like i think he's more okay with it being a statement right and whereas my mom wants it to be like still permission even though she kind of warps it where it's like not exactly asking for permission but that's really what she wants she wants us to like ask permission so right but for my dad it's like he doesn't have a he, largely he doesn't have a problem as long as you're not doing something stupid that's that's his whole point like you can do whatever you want just don't do anything stupid
0: but yeah that's
1: like everyone's dad yeah i mean like i mean
0: he's not gonna say anything else that's how it goes um yeah so um what happens when you ask your dad to go out and your dad says yes you can go out and then you start walking out the door and i'm guessing your mom says where are you going and like stops that process at all or no so
1: like now like in today's time right my mom doesn't really say anything like that much she doesn't have a conversation with me at all nor does she have a conversation with my brother that's, oh, how, wow. that's how that's how bad it is so right you're now. not on like, talking you, terms with we're him? not on talking terms wow not at all that not is all. i did not know that that's, that's a, how bad it's gone we are we're not on talking terms wow and like for my brother it's like much worse than it is for me like it like i'm i'm like in the most neutral state so like no one bothers me and it's funny because like everyone like my sister, my brother, my dad—they all go to me and bother me the most. I'm like, "All right, guys, <laughs> what's going on here?"
0: Wait, so so you so now you kind of don't have that restriction like you used to. Your mom doesn't say no because you guys aren't really talking, or does she still try to restrict you? No, she can't. She doesn't really try to restrict me. Okay, like, so because like my dad yeah.
1: says yes, like and that's but the thing is like when like for example when you guys all hang out on Thursday, like my dad's like, "Yeah, go." But at the same time, like I know if I go, it's gonna like put more strain on him. Like yeah, he'll be taking the hit for me, but I'm not gonna do that. That's just not my personality. If I'm gonna take, if someone else is gonna take a hit on my behalf, I feel
0: so sad for you for thinking like that because I feel like that is just like that. That's that's a that's so terrible that like you know you have to bear the responsibility of your free will on a Thursday night to protect your dad. That's not a position you should ever be in. You know that's like that's a really uh, sad position. I
1: feel like. Oh yeah, in life, you So it's just something you have to realize about life. It's like it's unfair. Is mm. completely unfair. It's cruel. It does not care. Like, the world does not care legitimately about you. You may think that that's the case, but in the books, history mm. books, you're just a number. That's that's, that's, that's reality. The only people who are going to care about you are like those in your immediate circle. That's what's really going to matter. And yes, it's unfortunate that I have to think in perspective of my dad, but I wouldn't want anyone else taking a hit for me. That's just my personality. Like, I wouldn't want Nathan to do anything like self-sacrifice himself For me or you to do that either that's like it's my responsibility i gotta take control of the situation that that's just me
0: yeah it just seems like but but it seems like that's like that's like not taking control of the situation in a way though because it's like instead it's it's putting responsibility into the unknown and you're kind of and you know what i mean where it's like it's it's making assumptions that how other people would react and then walking on eggshells to try to make sure those assumptions don't come true you know so it's like I it, it that's that's what makes me feel sad about it is because it's like you know, I like have you ever tried like not even getting your dad involved and just being like when your mom asks about it like your dad's like oh I don't know where he went and then you just come home and, and you
1: take the full responsibility and you're like oh yeah I went out no my mom I know. That I know I would know not work at this point saying. I know my mom so because well, like the thing is when you're always listening you know everything like that the most dangerous person in the room is always the person who's listening like that guy that person knows everything and mm. if he doesn't talk as much. That's even worse, because that means you know nothing about him and what he's capable of that's my perspective like if, if a very dangerous person is the one who listens and doesn't speak because you don't know anything about them mm. so with my mom, she's always voicing her friend, so I know how she's gonna react i I understand her too well, whereas me like my general personality used used to be the case where like you you wouldn't hear me talk that much, so you wouldn't know much about me, so that's why when we're talking about like like when I say like those who know me like sm- the circle is so small like the only two people I know who can say, like, oh, I know Ryan is, like, Nathan and Miguel. Mm. And that's, like, that's, like, the inner, 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 like, way down, small circle. Like, this is, like, if something were, like, shit were to go down, like, you I'm say, there. I'm there, guys. Yeah. You wouldn't say your brother, your dad, or your mom, too, are fall into that category? They would fall into the category just because I'm related to them. Mm. But, like, and here's the distinction I make. You know there are people in my life, right? That I'm related to by blood. That's just that's just happens to be the case. But if you want to become family to me, like I have to trust you, mm-hmm. and I'm like once that trust is there, I'm loyal to you. Like I'm not. There's no backing down for me. There's no backing out. Like if shit goes down, I'm going down with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a that's a super interesting uh, family dynamic though. And so how's how's your brother doing with it? Is he more rebellious? Rebellious? A hundred
1: percent. He's more rebellious. I mean that would have been my i would be my brother if i didn't care so much right if i was more selfish about it i like i don't know if that's the best way to put it, but yeah, if i would not necessarily selfish it's more just like looking know, out for yourself well that's uh, that's also it's
0: it's just it's just not letting the actions of others affect your own actions you know that's not really selfish that's more just like not playing you're like playing chess almost like i feel like you are playing chess and trying to make sure the family is in order and not like you know but I think that you know I don't think it's necessarily your response. It wouldn't be selfish for you not to play chess. You know what I mean. You mm-hmm. don't have to play chess with the pieces in your house. That's just you being yourself. But you're just being you're you're putting your family before yourself and being
1: extra cautious. You know. And and to your point, like it's not just my family. I I have a strong like a strong tendency to put people in front of me. I put myself last. Yeah. Like, right now I'm noticing, like, I don't know. Is that, has that always been the case for me, Nathan? I've always put other people first before me.
2: Um, I mean, I feel like you, it's like a strength and a weakness for you, man. Like, I feel like in your, in your last relationship, for instance, there was like a lot where you didn't stand up for yourself. Um, But it's also probably one of the reasons why you guys got together to begin with and what she found admirable about you. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think as your friend, like, That was that's obviously one thing that I feel like is like one thing I've enjoyed with our friendship is that like you've even though like all this stuff could happen, like you're still there and like you're still like looking out for me, even though you're not the kind of person to be like, oh, well, like what, what have you done for me lately? You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's also with the wrong kind of people, you know, like kind of like your mom, maybe like that could be like kind of to your detriment where you're like, damn, I was kind of being like kind of thinking not enough for myself in that situation you know what i'm saying that's that's kind of my take on it i feel like it's just it's one of your greatest strengths but it's also something that you have is to also know a when weakness. it's your burden to bear too it's,
0: you know it's like yeah it's like you that's like uh it's it's not i feel like you're you're talking about it like it's your duty and that it's like your responsibility to keep your family in order by limiting your own actions and there's no way that you could like Logically, make that your responsibility. You know what I mean. That's not your responsibility. That's not your like burden to bear. But it's very. I think it's very nice of you and admirable of you to do that to preserve your family. But I just, I just think that you should. I think I'm with Nathan on this too. Nathan knows you like better than I do. But like, I think that you know at some point you need to start thinking about yourself in that way too. Which I think you will when you move out. You're obviously not going to be. You're kind, kind of removing yourself on, from the Hands game. on down everything. Yeah. You're you're kind of removing yourself from the game, and I honestly see that a lot. Also, because I could definitely see that you're like a mediator, and you're definitely like trying to preserve the peace. And so, um, yeah, that's uh, definitely good characteristics. But I do think sometimes you can get taken advantage of in situations Wait, when you have those characteristics. You know,
1: like right now, my mantra has become like I like I tell every all my friends like, "Hey, live the best life that I couldn't live. Live the best life." <laughs> I'll take care of everything else. All the dirty work, all the hard stuff. I'll take care of that. Just live your best life, guys. Mm. I, that's that's how I view it. I mean, if I were to ask a question, do you think in today modern time, do you think people care about duty? Right. Do how much do they care about duty? In in regards to what, like anything, like the g- the general perspective of duty. I, when I'm looking at most people, like not not saying like not to say because like, I feel like when I say most people, that's like an insult. Because when I look at it, like if you're saying most people that by default that mean's it's not a general generally good you know it's not a compliment I would give you if I say most people that you should take that as like an insult because that's not not it's not a good thing depending on circumstances depending on circumstances but yeah. like you're you're kind of a little bit of a nihilist in a what I'd say too because you kind of uh you kind of are you, 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 in the
0: general areas you're kind of seeing like the worst case you you kind of prepare for the worst case scenario it seems like because
2: I mean one thing I was gonna say too is like I mean do you, do you still have hope that when you move out, you could still live that best life for yourself? You know, like that that maybe like that was that's a childhood that you can leave behind and you can still kind of chart a new path for yourself. But the thing is, like, for me, what I view as my best life, you guys would not think like
1: is the best life because my best life would be like, OK, all my friends are doing great. They're all taken care of. I don't have to worry about things. I can die tomorrow and they'll be OK. That 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 to me is the best life is
2: knowing that those around me are going to be happy.
1: They're going to be OK. And if something were to happen to me, they'll still be okay. They'll still be all right. That's- but what
2: about what about like, I think that's great, but what about like your own like, um, like free will that you now are able to exercise kind of being independent and like kind of being able to explore the world or like, you know, like uh, can not both kind of exist too where like we can be happy and you can also kind of be figuring yourself out too. Like can that also be like both true? I think it's like kind of a hard question because I think I, for
1: the most part, figuring out myself. Like I'd have to cross that bridge when I get there, right? But for the most part, I feel like I have figured myself out to what I think is going to make me most happy. That's that's the thing, though. So like, that's why when you ask me now, like, if you were to move out, would you be happier? I'm like, I probably, but like to the same degree. Like I'm still going to put other people first, no matter what. I'm not going to put myself first because that's just that would be, as soon as I do that, that's out of character for me. I'm no longer going to be myself. and
2: I'm I, not I just don't want you people. to, like, lose, lose hope that, like, you can still live your best life. You know, that's not something you have to, like, give up Here, here's on. Here's the
0: thing. I could kind of give you an example you of this, too. If Nathan were to tell you tomorrow that he's moving to New York and he's starting a life in New York, what would you tell him? I'd probably not let
1: him because something's wrong if he's moving to New York all of a sudden. I'd be like, sit him down Let's across ha- the table. I'm like, we're having dinner. We're eating Korean barbecue. you tell me what exactly the hell is going on. What are you yeah. thinking? What are you like in terms of finance? Like, what, what, was the, what was the goal here? What are you trying to achieve? I'd probably like get yeah. down to the details about it because like, it's my job and it's like, you know, I'm okay, this, he wants let's to go- take
0: that. That wasn't like the point I was saying. I get what you're saying. hundred percent. That's super funny. As a financial <laughs> analyst that you have that perspective too. But, um, let, let, I'm just saying that in a, in a terms of goal, let's say, let, let's say Nathan's goals, Nathan's aspirations. If he told you, let's say he had everything figured out. Let's take all those variables out of there. And he's like, he, it was financially stable. He had a job lined up there. Sophia's going with them. He set up, he's moving to New York. You know what I mean? That I how would you how would you feel about that?
1: Do it. Yeah, you'd do be you'd it. be do happy it, for him, it. right? Do it. Yeah, I think question. that's like
0: the def, that's like the definition of like loving a person is being like, hey, I want the best for you, and if that's the best for you, and so I feel like shouldn't you also expect that from your friends, where it's like if the be- if if you would give them that kindness to be like, hey, I love you, man. I'm so happy for you that you're going there. You know, best of luck. You know, you know what I mean. D- then you know, I feel like and nathan could obviously say this guy know that he thinks this he thinks the same thing of you you know what i mean where he would support that and support you no matter what you chose you know so um i feel like you know definitely putting your friends super high in your life is a good thing but when it comes down to it at the end of the day the number one thing in friendship is like support right and support with what's best for everyone and so i think also you know I mean, probably most likely probably someone's going to move. You know what I mean? Someone's going to move somewhere that's going to be better, especially I feel like you having this crazy family situation in this town. I, I mean, I think that, you know, do you think it's out of the
1: possibility that you would want to get out of that and move to like a different state or something? Not with how my career is going. So like if you were looking at my career, like the job that I have right now is like I'm insanely lucky to be where I'm at. Because like I have so much, there's so much job growth for me that like it wouldn't make sense for me to leave. And I'm in an environment where like, The advisors, they do not micromanage me. If I, if they they trust me enough to get the job done. So like literally I have like the most autonomy to do whatever I need to get the job done. They don't care. It's like they they let me do whatever I need to do and that's it. So like I can't even complain about my job that much. Sure, there's like certain people like who are on the same level as me that I do have a problem with. I'm like, I don't really like them as much, but generally speaking, it's like a family oriented firm. Mm. and right now we're looking to expand so it's like if we're expanding that means we're gonna have newer employees and that means someone needs to be a manager so i'm like oh that's probably gonna have to end up being me at some point so like for me that's awesome so like for me to leave like depend i mean it may just depend too because what we're seeing in my industry is that all the small firms are gonna get like consumed by larger firms and my president like he literally told me he's like i'm not interested in having so we're gonna we're gonna like go like like you know consume like the other smaller firms and, and like incorporate them to our firm so we become a big firm. So with that, that means like okay, we're gonna have more people who have to do what I do. So that means there needs to be someone who like specializes and manages that. So I do see myself having that type of future. So like for me to move, it's like I don't I don't know if I can realistically ex- expect myself to move out of state unless they need me to move out of state. That's the only reason why I wouldn't move.
2: Mm.
0: Right. Yeah. Even. But yeah. That. That's a that's super cool with your situation there. But it was more of just like a thought experiment too, where it's like, you know, friends are first. You know, having your friends first is like, you you know, it. Part of that is you know allowing them to leave the nest in a way, if that's what they so choose. You know, so just like you were saying with Nate moving, if you wanted to move to New York, or and I'm sure your other friend too. So I feel like you know, that's just an example of kind of like you know you probably should be caring about yourself a little bit more in some situations where it's just like because you know the friends you know they're if they're exactly if your job moved to Arizona they're like hey we're expanding we see this market in Arizona you know your friends can be first all you want but I mean at that point you're gonna move to
1: Arizona right like you know that's gonna have to happen so but that doesn't mean don't don't hesitate to call me if I'm in Arizona just call me but like yeah but The thing is like the way i was taught growing up because this is again most of the things i do is it comes from my dad like that's literally my role model if you want to find a perfect copy of me it's probably my dad i'm like i'm like sort of like my dad in a sense but like i'm nowhere near his level i'm not even remotely close and the biggest thing to him was duty duty take care of this take care of that and it doesn't matter because the way i look at it's like most people are not gonna do the dirty work most people are not willing to like you know Do the harder things, but like for me, it's like I gotta get the job done. I have to do it. No one else is gonna do it, so it's gotta be me, I guess, right? Mm. Because I don't. One thing I don't do is like. Do you think that
0: your dad has the
1: duty to the family to keep it together? Wouldn't that be his responsibility? To a degree, it's his responsibility, but certain factors like I'm not gonna place it all on him. Like he's already lived a hard enough life. He literally escaped Vietnam, like, he got arrested let's say while he, being there. Right. So, like, putting, seeing that on him, I'm like, I'm not going to put any more on him. He's put enough strength. Let's say that
0: you started a family, though. You got married, you had kids, you started a family. And you, you have the whole family dynamic. You're keeping them all together. And let's say that the exact same situation that's happened with your family, but now you're in your dad's position. Would you want your kids feeling the guilt of keeping your family together? Do
1: you think that's fair on the kids if they were your kids? To be honest, this is something I would probably ha- I would never let happen. Like, yeah, I, cu- I couldn't marry someone if that if I knew we had a fundamental difference in like raising. Like, that's not happening. That's not happening. I can't marry someone like that. Right. Like, it's like it's exactly. like I'm not gonna put it on the kids. But let's say to do let's it. say
0: it happened. Let's say you didn't know until you had kids, and then she started acting like that. That could have been how your dad happened too. Let's say it happened like that. Let's say you're in the exact same position you are now as a father. How would you feel with your son having the responsibility of keeping the family together? I wouldn't
1: let him do that. Right. But like. so i see i I see where you're you're coming from like it's not my responsibility to take care of my dad but at this point i know what i'm capable of like there's no question of it now i don't know what my kids are going to be capable of maybe they'll be like me maybe they won't whatever they choose to be but if that's the case where like me and my wife have like an issue about raising the kids like it's literally going to be what would have happened if my mom actually went through with it it's like move out get out of the house right it would be that and then probably be a divorce probably if that were to occur because i'm that the thing is like once i've decided this is the right thing to do that's it like i'm not i can't back out i'm not backing out of this. Mm. at this point because i've seen the what, from
0: the perspective if you had the family
1: yeah if i had the family right like right. it's it's probably like that's it and even if it gets so bad we get a divorced we're probably gonna get divorced because like i'm gonna value what happens to my kids more right i want them to be stronger because here's the thing when i look at most people i'm like they're most people are nowhere like not like me they are not as willing to do like the dirty work to get the job done whereas i want my kids like you guys have a responsibility to you know create a better future for everyone else unfortunately like you know that's not, that shouldn't be their responsibility but that's that's my perspective it's not my responsibility to take care of the rest of the world but that's just generally how i'm going to view it mm. that's just, that's just something i'm going to hold myself accountable to and i want i would want my kids to do the same thing yeah
0: i feel like yeah definitely um I, yeah, I just feel like as the oldest, and I feel like you're kind of like the oldest in a sense, too, because you're having to pave the way and like, you know, media, yeah. your family and everything. So y- even though you're not the oldest, you do definitely have the responsibilities of the oldest in a lot of ways. But what I've like, you know, how I kind of, I kind of view it a little bit differently than you, because what I think is when I see th- th- similar things happening, where, you know, maybe the fi- family dynamics a little bit out of whack and stuff, um, I, I think you can separate that and understand that that's like not your responsibility too in that sense and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to try my best to to do things. But as soon as, you know, I'm restricting myself in any way or I'm like overstepping in any, any way, it's like, you know, because just like how you're saying, when you're a dad, you don't want your kids worrying about, you know, how you parent and your responsibility. And I just kind of feel like I've come to terms with like, you know. Every parenting style is different. Every parenting situation is different. And what I think is if I am a dad and I have a kid and I'm thinking about it from my dad's perspective, I don't want that kid having any like responsibility over any of the things you're talking about. I would feel failed as a father if that was the case, because I feel like, you know, that's just such just the way you're talking about, it too. It's such a heavy burden to bear, like especially when your situation so directly impacting your life, you know? So I feel like... um I, I kind of came to a different conclusion on that, but I think that's still like, you know, your, your definitely intentions are in the right place. Definitely too much in the right place, you know, if, if if anything, but yeah, I don't know if Nathan has anything to weigh in here. Yeah. As the um, oldest too, you know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was actually going to ask you a question based on what you're saying. Like, do you feel like your I think you touched on it, but do you feel like your experiences with your, um, parents marriage and maybe even your last relationship, do you feel like that has impacted like your non-negotiables? For um, a potential partner in the future,
1: I don't think it would be like it would take too much of an impact. Only because when I when I'm like dating someone, it's like okay, I want what's best for you. And maybe that's where like my my weakness is right there because I always want what's best for you. So like, whatever happens to me, I don't really care because I can I've I've been through enough or I felt like I've been through enough. Like right. past these twenty two years, like nothing really could stop me. Well, I, I always just, know what to take the next step forward. So, like, I don't really know if I could say, like, there are probably things that are, like, red flags that I'd probably look for and be like, okay, I cannot, not, not again, not again, right? But for the most part, it's going to be like, if I'm dating you, it means, like, I want what's best for you. I want you to be happy, whatever that is.
2: I was just wondering because I know you mentioned earlier, you're saying, like, oh, if she has a drastically different approach with parenting the kids... Then we're not even gonna. I'm not even gonna date her to begin with because that's, like, starting a family together would be, it would be the same cycle over again. So I was just wondering, do you have, are there other things that you're now considering as you're single, but you're, um, you know, maybe if you were thinking of re-entering the dating world. I have another way of
0: framing that too. If you were on a date and you started describing the situation you're into now, and and you're and the person you're dating was like. Oh, yeah, like, I could see your mom's perspective, you know? Like, oh, yeah, your, your mom definitely... The hell? <laughs> yeah, so it's a non-negotiable, <laughs> so, right? So, yeah, so, right. like, so, so
2: and I also would, I just want to, f- I just want to say, like, I feel like, you know, as much as, like, thinking of the other person is important in a relationship, like, you also have to know, like, what your own values are and where you stand because I know one thing that, that's something that you may have struggled with in your last relationship was, like, kind of losing... You know who you thought you were, and losing yourself in that relationship. And Nathan's an expert on this topic. Yes, he he's he's gone he through this. A couple absolutely times. right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was just wondering, like, w- is there anything that maybe like you feel like you know now maybe entering this next chapter of your life where you are moved out, or maybe you will decide to date someone else one day? What is, I guess, what what have you learned from your past that is going to shape, you know, the kind of woman um or people i suppose that you're going to bring into your inner circle like what are you looking for um what stands out to you that i feel like may have been shaped by what you've been through these past few years
1: it's uh, it's primarily open communication like it sounds so basic but it really is open communication like don't be afraid to tell me this and that because once you tell me this and that you know obviously i can make adjustments but it may be the case where it's like okay maybe we're not the best fit for each other right that's like that's like my, the most important thing is how open are you willing to be with me because i because you know me i'm not i have like no secrets between me and you there's like no secrets that like if you ask me a question i'm probably just gonna tell you like yeah it's this i'm a, I'm an open book in that way too so right so like that, that's like the biggest thing to me is like we just have to you have to openly communicate what you're looking for so that way i know like okay maybe i am the best fit for you or i'm not the best fit for you that, that's primarily it because then from there i know i can make the adjustments i can make the judgment calls
0: do you think that open communication would have saved like your family's dynamic
1: if that had happened between your dad and your mom more no because my mom's too stubborn mm-hmm. once i knew that once i know like how stubborn a person is i'm like okay how much how much room can i work with here so is and, that also
2: a deal breaker for you like if a girl is kind of like not willing to compromise if she's really like just unrelenting maybe it depends on
1: the topic obviously like i can understand from certain perspective and perhaps i'm too understanding again i'm a people pleaser it's that's like that's an ingrained characteristic of me like i'm just a people pleaser so i may not notice that i need someone to call me out on it right but i would say i forgot what, what was the question again
2: uh, I, I forgot the it was, question. It was if your
0: partner that you're trying to pursue, the girl you're trying to pursue, is stubborn and doesn't compromise on things, is that a deal breaker for you? Probably,
1: because like if it's always a situation where we're arguing about everything, like that's that's just where a you're always
2: wrong and she's always right, and and I feel like that's that's tough for a personality like yours. I mean, now you're now you, I feel like you're kind of learning about yourself, realizing like, oh wait, I am the kind of person where. I'm always gonna try to default to them being right versus you, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and you keep it a at peace. and you you bring a very good point because that's how it literally is with my family, and that's how I I
1: hate to air out dirty laundry, but right. that's kind of what happened in my past relationship too. You, you knowing my characteristic, like, I blame everything on myself. I don't I don't give it like a chance and, like, uh, to blame anyone which else. That's for a good it. thing in a lot of ways too. That's a that's to a degree, yeah, right. In like
0: your career, that's a good thing. Because yeah, I mean, there stuff.
2: are situations where like. Sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror like, damn, I did mess up on that. But there are also situations where like, you know, I mean, I think Tim said on the podcast with my own past relationships um, where we've dissected those and Tim has been like, my guy, like you didn't stand up for yourself. And because so, I'm a people pleaser you know?
0: also, and I this is this is definitely a trained thing that I had to really work on myself on to get to this point, because my natural reaction is a lot of the things you're describing where, you know, I'll be a people pleaser and sometimes It'll take, like, two, three times that I do something, and then I realize that, like, oh, wow, like, this is, this is like, something that's, like, super, like, I don't have to be doing this, you know what I mean? And then you have to, like, once that happens, you just have to, like, lay your cards out on the table and just be like, hey, I feel like you're taking advantage of me in these areas I don't feel appreciated in, and I just think that, you know... You know, the next time you ask me this, like, just don't be surprised when you get a different answer. You know, it's like you just got to realize when you're you're letting yourself go too much to be a people pleaser, you know, or like at what point you need to step in and be like, hey, like, you know,
1: it's definitely something I have to work on. I mean, like that's that literally embodies like my relationship with my family and that literally embodies my relationship my past relationship with right Germany. see that was yeah. literally it like i did not care about whatsoever nathan saw how bad it got for me like i literally wasn't myself during that time just like like i didn't care like they're always right okay they call it a day i put it i put it on me it's it's in a sense extreme ownership
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's literally what it is like i'm not gonna put it on someone else i'm not gonna blame
2: this on that like i'm gonna put it on myself it's it's rest and, on my shoulder and that, that's something that I kind of want to expand on what someone you were talking about, which is like, I feel like you've had the, you have this sense where you've been ingrained a duty to others, but you also have a duty to yourself. And I think that's something that um, it's a balancing test, you know, where like that duty to yourself is also just as important as your duty to others. And I think if you lose sight of that, you can find yourself in, pretty like a borderline or maybe even straight up abusive like situations and that's just something that like as your friend as tim was touching on upon like i'm obviously looking out for you in that being like i think you're me and miguel like not trying to talk ourselves up but i think we are we're not the kind of people who would take advantage of that but you know in the future like i just hope that like that's something that you can also realize like oh yeah like you know i I don't have to always like um be so like kind of focused on others when you're like losing sight of yourself in the, in the process so, Does that so, makes sense
1: yeah i do hear where you're coming from and i do have to agree and that's why like i need people to call me out when i go too far but the thing like the biggest problem would be for me is that duty to myself probably involves you know my duty to others like they're so warped together that like the straight line focus would still streamline back to my duty towards other people or towards the world that's how i look at it, my duty towards the world because like no one else is going to help fix the world. No one's going to help make the world a better place. So I guess it's on me to do it. That's that's how I look at it in the extreme sense. That's not to say like, oh, everyone's like, you know, selfish in that way. But that's just my extreme point of view of how I generally look at it. And to add on, I feel like there was something I was supposed to tell you. I feel you. like
0: Nathan just is trying to say he's worried about you, man, because he's seen you in the situation before. He sees you in the situation with your family. And a, a person who's okay with giving up their independence for the for the well-being of their own dad's relationship is like you know it's definitely some it's definitely not a stretch to say that you'd give up your own happiness for the happiness of your romantic partner or give up your own happiness for a friend that's you know taking advantage of it so i think nathan which is why i'm kind of saying worried just like
2: just make sure like your dream involves something beyond the fulfillment of others dreams too because like you know what I'm saying? Like, that you can only control so much about the people in your circle. Like, at the end of the day, they're also their own, like, sentient beings, right? And, like, you're... The only thing you control is, like, yourself. But I know with you, that's like, oh, well, that means I'm going to try to, like, help others reach that goal. But I'm like, dude, like, ju- like, you can still live out that life you always wanted. You still have time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to rely on... You can, you can do both where like, you can be super happy for like the life I'm going to live. And I can also like be happy for the life you're going to live and you can be happy for yourself. Like, yeah, I am going to like, I can do better. Nathan's pulling like, the reverse Uno card on you in another <laughs> sense, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, where yeah, like yeah. this first <laughs> chapter doesn't have to define how the rest of my story is going to be written. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you're not done yet you know
1: true 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 that is but like i think you know me like i'm also a realist but i'm towards leaning towards more of a pessimist because like there's a pessimist there's a realist and then there's an optimist
2: but that's also i think that's also being realistic too right like i don't know maybe tim has
1: i think
0: that you i think that you were conditioned by your family dynamic (laughs) i do i really do and i think that you got this sense which i think it's noble when it comes to your family when you are when you are like sacrificing your independence, trying to keep your family together, there's a sense of nobility in that because it's your family. When I think, when I think, when you extend that same nobility to your friends who have no blood relation or no family dynamics, it's a little bit, um, I think, probably too far you know what I mean where it's like I think that that same energy that you have towards your family which is I think a very positive energy can turn very quickly into a negative energy like Nathan's describing of abuse when it go- gets outside of the family because these people these friends and the persons you're dating they're not your family until you put a ring on a girl's finger they're not your family yeah you know, you know what I mean so they no matter what they can walk all over you stomp you to the ground and leave and there's no there's no tether you know what I mean? So with a family it makes it's 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 a uh, it's more I, I you know I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you to, you know, stop doing that. It's that's like your own personal decision, but I think if you were in a similar situation like I think you're describing in your past relationships, as a friend I think that's a part where Nathan steps in and is like, "Dude, like, you know, just like what happened, right? It literally happened. You literally, right? You you were you were extending that same generosity and uh, you feel it putting their feelings first just like you are kind of like with your family and your relationship and then that relationship
1: ended right so I, that could happen with any friendship any relationship that isn't family so to a degree and that's where i made the distinction between being related and family like i'm related to my brother my sister and my mom that's that's just that's just what it is i'm related to them but what i consider my family it's kind of hard for me to say because my relationship with my mom and my sister isn't as good as it could be my brother is kind of like in his rebellious where he's like against everyone that's just where he is and my dad that i consider him family i consider nate family i consider miguel family You know, at some point, Nathan's friends will become, you guys will become a part of my family, Mm. too, at some point, because that's just how I view it. And part of the reason why I hold this point of view is because of the amount of, like, stuff I went through growing up. Like, the amount of, I I saw this Instagram post, and, like, it hit me because, like, I personally relate. The people who, like, smile the most, who try to cheer people up the most are the ones who went through, like, the worst shit ever. Mm. But that's just generally how it is because they don't want someone else to feel that way. And so that's that's where I'm coming from for the most part. I think,
2: in in that sorry, not not, didn't mean to cut you off there, bro. But like, I think I do respect that aspect of like you, and that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Very positive. I just don't want you to lose hope for yourself because, like, I I actually agree with what you're saying about when you have come from an abusive family. Sometimes you do got to leave that kind of like Logic's book we were just talking about. Like he (laughs) had to leave that definition of family behind like the traditional definition, because he had to almost rebuild for himself a new one because his whole definition of family was so freaking warped and like manipulative. And I think you've gone through a similar situation where like everything you're saying is actually very healthy where you're like, yeah, there are certain friends who like our family who care about me more than unfortunately some members of my family who've taken advantage of me. And that's something that like, I think you're learning. And that's like actually a very positive thing. um, but and that's what i'm just trying to tell you to expand on that though where it's like but you don't have to make that new family the same as your old one where it's like okay now it's all collectivism again and like it's like i hope that these guys do better than me it's like no 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 in this new family we can all do better like you can also have a hope that for yourself to have like a better life it doesn't have to just be like those new family members having a better life you can also be part of that and have and aspire for that and i don't think that's being optimistic or pessimistic that's just like just that's just being in the right headspace straight up because you're not saying like oh i'm gonna be like driving bugattis (laughs) or i'm not gonna be like my better life's gonna be like trash i'm just saying just like just don't lose sight of that like hope that you can have you can make it you can make it just as much as your friends can make it or those people who you consider family can make it. I think that's You just, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do hear where you're coming and from. And it's part of the healing process, oh, yeah, in my but, opinion. But right? I think
1: part of my mindset, that's where my mindset is settled right now. I don't know if it right, can change, right. but like my mindset yeah. right now is like, I do not. To an extent, I care about myself, but to the, it's, the, it's to the extent where like, okay, I'm still here for you if you need me. That's where my mindset is. Maybe it'll change, but like that's just where my headspace is at right now. You, what you're saying is definitely true. I'm not gonna ignore it that's that is what it should be but my where my headspace is at that's not where
2: it's at. I know it's gonna be a process for sure though because you've come you've come out of a lot of stuff dude and like I feel like it's understandable that like you're still working on that part but I'm just letting you know like hey that's something that like you can hopefully like you can adjust that mission that life mission of yours one day where like you're not just focused on seeing others win but you're also like you know, you still have that hope that you can also still succeed as well, you know? I don't know if this is a good comparison, but the way I look at it is like,
1: I just came back from war fighting like hell for whatever I cared for, right? And I come back and you realize like, oh, the world's still like as shitty as it was before when I was fighting, right? So now I take it as my personal responsibility. Okay, I got to make it better. The fight's not done yet. The fight's not over. I got to keep going, right? That's, that's where my headspace is at. Like no matter where like things are at right now, like I just, I have to do it. No one else is gonna do it. I, I gotta do it then. When are
0: you? uh When are you planning on moving out of your parents' house? Are you like next year? Next year. Next
1: year. Next year. That's good. That's looking good.
0: Yeah. That's a really good start. And so, um, and so yeah. So what are what where are you like trying to move? What city are you trying to move? Probably to? Brea,
1: because like I'm nice. still in the immediate surrounding of my brother. I'm still in the immediate surrounding of Nathan. I'm still in the immediate surrounding of everything that matters to me and what I hold most important. And also, it's very close to my workplace. That's super. So like cool. it's like the, it's the most ideal location like for that. me to be at. Yeah
0: that's dope are you trying
1: to get like a studio of roommates are you trying to get like a if i could get roommates that would be like the most ideal situation mm-hmm. but like i know where i'm as nowhere near where everyone else is at so i'm not looking to bomb rush it either right so like if it if it gets bad enough where i have to put my mental health first like that then i i just have to move to a studio because like studios are like the cheapest right yeah studios yeah that's like the the smallest one i think
0: yeah so i would just have to move to a studio and call it a day yeah, how much are they? They're like what, like twenty five hundred a month? At or least, least two thousand, at yeah. least. saw
1: so I'm like, oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that's like. Also, it's gonna make it tough for us throughout the years. I feel like because I feel like there's a very low chance we all stay in this town just based on home prices and
2: apartment prices and everything. Well, if we could all stay in like the same area though, like so- Southern California. Yeah, Southern
0: California, definitely. But um, yeah, Brea is expensive. To touch
1: to touch on that fact. To touch on that fact yeah things are expensive right i know california is looking to build new residences like you know for like like people are rh who are up and coming who are trying to make money and all that they're trying to make new new newer buildings and newer rooms so everyone can you know can still stay in california ideally now i'm gonna talk a little about my job right here so i'm gonna be entering my workspace i love it i love to hear about your job. so like the inflation number for december came out it's looking a little bit better. Not exactly great. We we don't know. December is usually a month where you know the stock market does extremely well. Right now, it's not doing particularly great. But typically, December is a good month. It's a good month to be in the market. January, when the inflation numbers come out, that's where we're like we're like iffy because a lot of us are feeling like the first half of the year is not going to be great. It's not going to be good at all. Mm. And until going to be
0: a recession, like they're saying,
1: I. I don't know for because the technical definition of a recession is I think two negative quarters of GDP, right? which so, we already right. I think we're that. in, so we're I, already I, in that. We're already right in that, so we already right, might already be in recession. But the thing about the market is that it has a tendency to correct itself, like before the markets even out of like you know before we're even out of recession, it's gonna correct itself. So really, the telltale signs of how we're gonna do is this first quarter, mm-hmm. like that's gonna be the definitive process. Now, if, what what happens if you have rising interest rates, right? Obviously, nobody's going to take out loans to buy a house. Like It's just too expensive. So, home prices will drop, but to take a loan on that house, the interest rate's going to be really high. So, that, that's like the caveat there's a trade off essentially. Right. So, do
0: you think it's a good time to buy a house or not a good time to buy a house overall? I think
1: it's still tough to say because, like, yeah, some houses have dropped, but this is California. This yeah. is California. Yeah. If you're looking to move out, like right now, move in with roommates if you're going to rent out a house because it'll be like a thousand percent, like a thousand times cheaper, right? And more worth. Then moving into an apartment. Cause like when I when I was looking at was like moving to an apartment, like, well, having a roommate with an apartment is tough because like you're gonna have to either share a parking space, or you have to like read the details of like well how much parking space do you get? Right. So that's another thing. Whereas if you rent out a house, like no one cares you, you,
0: you're not even consider considering getting a mortgage though you you're not uh, you, you don't want to buy a house yet
1: So if I were to consider a mortgage I mean someone's helping out with the down payment like that there's no way I'm paying that for myself. I don't have that money like accumulated right off the bat right. so like I and it would be like like suicide for me to even bother attempting it
0: well, because for me I, I would value getting a house over staying in the area. You know you know what I mean right away so I would go chino I would go you know I'd go somewhere where it's a little bit cheaper and try the best to do condo duplex whatever you could do you know to get some property but I don't know if as a f- financial analyst you think that's a
1: good time or you think that's a good strategy I don't know if uh, well the thing is like when you buy when you buy this property this is long-term perspective because right. everything in California it's just gonna, it's just gonna go back up the weather here is too good right nobody nobody would ever pass on a deal right now but like and that's the thing if you're gonna buy a property you're gonna have to hold on for it because like right now like with interest with interest rates like changing and inflation changing so much and we're not still seeing like a strong stabilization of it i don't think we're gonna like like it's hard to say whether buying a property right now would be good or bad Mm. obviously if you're holding for like 30 years everyone's gonna think like yeah you're 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 set you're done right you don't have to worry about or even like what about
0: like 10 years 15 years
1: maybe maybe it's tough to say because i don't know what how the market's going to look next year none of us have a good expectation of what it's going to do we can only we're all like throwing darts at the board right now to see how it's going to play out pan out right now
0: so what advice are you giving to people right now who have like stocks is it like hold
1: is it like sell what what time is it for stocks depends where you're holding your stocks. And, like, obviously, like, for our age right now, like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to us because, like, everything's at a discount. Like, this yeah. is the time to be buying. Yeah. Now, will it drop more, like, next year? Probably. It's totally possible. But then again, it will rebound. Now, if the market, like, completely fails, I mean, like, you have to think about because, like, most people are, like, in their older years, like, in their 60s, like, they hate when they see this market, like, down there because, like, this is all their money they have in retirement. So when they see this, their money drop, like, our concern as advisors or, you know, as financial clients, when we see, like, you know, the market drop and people start pulling out more money, that's when we get worried because it's like, okay, you don't have as much principal as you had before. So you have to like, we have to like make sure and like, okay, if you pull out this much money, how much money will you actually have left? Because like, remember, the market's down. Most people have like a negative return this year. Most people. So should people hold on to their stocks? Depends on your age. It really does depend on your age. For our age, what would you say? Yeah. Don't don't sell anything. Like, yeah, like don't sell anything at all because like you're you're going to be taking a hit. If so anything, you, you even if it goes more.
0: down more we're already low so it doesn't even matter if it goes down more yeah, it's going like, it, 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 to bounce back
1: it's going to bounce back cuz if that if it doesn't bounce up we're all fucked right. I, i'm sorry to tell you like we're
2: all <laughs> we're <literally> all screwed <laughs> right. if the market
1: doesn't bounce back up, we're all, well, all done I, I
2: don't even check, check my stock yeah, I my don't stocks either. anymore exactly. I don't, I don't it's red it's red every day so and when it's green it's like up like 1 cent so it doesn't matter
1: cuz it's going to go back down the next day exactly
2: yeah there's like a day where it was like all up like 10 bucks and then like the next day it was like 5 down or something you know yeah so like it's all good
1: Like at our age, like (laughs) this is the time to be buying because everything's cheap. Everything is cheap. I I got in with the with the
0: most I put into the stock market was right when COVID hit. I just like dumped. Good job. Good job. You
1: timed it. (laughs) You timed it.
0: Yeah, and so that that was like I was like that was like a perfect timing, but then I just held from there, and so now it's like I'm still up from COVID times, but not as much as I was, you know, obviously. Yeah.
2: Where it's uh but I think I'm down overall still or something. I don't know. I, I don't really check because it just makes me sad you, you it does make, investing make me sad bef- like right over 2020 was yeah, when so i put started investing yeah it was a little bit after COVID, the covid yeah. thing so like a little bit i was after that rally but there's still that a little bit a little bit more in, mm-hmm. in it but the biggest mistake
0: yeah. that set me back in my investing is when I, I made the worst decision, which was to diversify into into a uh, cryptocurrency. I didn't do that much. Like it wasn't that much, but obviously like um I probably put like five percent, ten percent of what I had into crypto, and then obviously that's like done. Because I made a lot of money with Dogecoin, pulled out, and then I kinda put it into Bitcoin and then lost it, you know, so What can you do? Who knows, man? Who I put knows? in I put in Bitcoin, I bought Bitcoin when it was at like Fifty thousand. It was ridiculous.
2: Well, you never know, man. Now it's at like sixteen thousand. So you never know. You never you know. You never know.
1: Cryptocurrency, like my office, we don't really touch it just because it's still brand new and we don't. Yeah, like, we don't. It's gambling. Put, we're not gonna put risk on. It our is. Funds, it bro. is kind of gambling. It's though. just yeah. gambling.
2: I think. I think like Bitcoin and Ethereum are a little less gambly, but it's still, still pretty. It's you know pretty what's pretty. crazy gambling though is NFTs, bro. That remember when that was? The Did whole you see
0: thing? Donald Trump's NFTs.
2: He has NFTs now. I didn't oh know that.
0: my God! You guys are about to have your mind blown because they're not just NFTs. They're some of the shittiest NFTs I've ever seen. And he has like a video promoting them, like just in photos. But you know that there's quality. people gonna buy it. That's it's the thing. It's already you sold know... out. It's already sold out. Oh my yeah. God! Hey, uh, see
2: anything that Donald Trump does. He only bro. sold
0: them for a hundred dollars each, though. But you know he'll make money on the resales. But let me show you this. Oh my gosh, dude! It's it's oh no! Why did I put crypto? It's not crypto. What am I saying? NFT. Yeah. So let me show you this. These are the actual images of his NFTs. I'm not even kidding. There's one. He's in an astronaut costume. And he's promoting these himself. There's him as Superman. Santa. There's him with boxing gloves on. It's like some of the worst Photoshop you've ever seen too. Let me show you the one. There's some that is such bad Photoshop. What? Let me show you. Yeah, like the Photoshop's really bad. Dude, look at this one. Look at the one right there. Do you see that? How bad a Photoshop that is on the left? That's some of the worst Photoshop I've ever seen too. Like, so like, very low quality.
1: Look at that. Look at that. What the fuck is that? He's like a pilot. Somebody bought it. That's the thing. That's the real thing. Somebody actually bought it. I think most people bought this for the memes though. Dude, I, I would I, 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 if I saw it while I was at. I would have bought one for the memes, bro. Of course, that's literally no, it. I don't kidding. think Maybe. anybody else would buy it for any other reason. Like, yeah. That.
0: But it's funny that he's actually like promoting it, like it's like this genius thing, like he always does for everything, and it's like so funny to see him on the videos promoting. That's it. crazy. I yeah, think, I think he's saying advantage
1: in fact that like people have memed him, so like obviously <laughs> he can just use it to make money.
0: Yeah, I guess so. He is a businessman. I guess so. Yeah,
1: he is running for twenty twenty four, guys. Yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be
0: interesting. I, all I want, I've been saying this the whole time, my dreams will come true if it's just Kanye West and Donald Trump on a debate stage together. I could rest battle? easy. I could die the next day and be a happy man. That's just <laughs> what I need. Is just for Kanye West and Donald Trump to be debating each other on stage. It's not gonna be a that
2: would be really interesting. That is my dream. That's like very. I don't on the Republican know.
0: panel. You know what I mean with the yeah, eight yeah, people. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a possibility. So that's why I want Kanye. On oh, there.
2: that that's right. It's a
0: hundred percent possible. It is actually, it actually possible. is probably-, it's probably if Kanye legitimately tries to run and like somehow bounces back from all this like you know stuff that's ha- that he said and everything really tough. then there's like before he said all that stuff about hitler and stuff he, he probably was a, a high likelihood that would happen you know now probably a lot less because it's like his chances of becoming president are yeah. now, like nothing well before well, it was, it was like, already nothing before it was like memed you know what i mean before he could get in there i feel like you know he had a chance of getting on the eight panelists or whatever but now it's uh it's definitely more memed. But yeah, that that's my dream. I am
2: looking forward to the debates though. Those are always either way I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah. just like funny. I don't <laughs> that's think they're, do not, it. they're not even productive. We're, are we
0: gonna do what we did last debates where you came over oh, yeah, and we yeah, watched yeah, it together? We that, should. Was we should. that was fun. Yeah. That was fun as hell. Yeah, we should totally do that. We'll do a whole listening party to the debate. It's like an event. It's an event, bro. It's like the Olympics. It seriously is. <laughs> It's great. Which, by the
2: way, there is the uh, World Cup final. Are you guys gonna watch that? Of course, yeah. of
0: course. I'm planning on going to the pub down
2: the street on uh, Sunday and watching it. I don't know. Do you have plans to watch it? Or are you I'm gonna, gonna drive down to San Diego to watch it with Sophia's oh, dad. Oh, nice, nice. That's fine. So right. that's gonna be uh, what? Probably have to wake up at like five or. Dude, it's six. one of like the
0: best World Cups of all time. France versus Argentina. Messi's never won a World Cup. Before. I know, I know. Yeah. So he's literally gonna go and try to win his first World Cup. But and Mbappe, the thing is, defending didn't he champ, lose
2: against Germany. That one year, like that he's was. He's 20... lost every year. He's lost. So this is his fifth. No, no, but World he was Cup. in the final with Germany. I oh think, yeah, in I, like was twenty in fourteen, I think, or something, or I don't know. That might be. Yeah, he was. I, I maybe and Germany was, won. Sure, yeah. It was really sad, but he's back, and I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about soccer, but like from what I know, the dude's getting kind of old. So this like, is probably his last World Cup. So like, if he, almost if, guaranteed, I don't know if he's gonna like if like, retirement is like a possibility if he wins it. Like he's just like peace. This might be the last game we ever see of Messi. Maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Or I'm, or I'm just saying a bunch of random stuff. I don't know much. I don't Aren't all know, the
1: leg- I know. All the legends in soccer like retiring this year. Ronaldo is like really but old. The thing is,
2: Ronaldo, Messi, and Neymar have never won a World Cup. Yeah, and, and any of neither of they. I think Ronaldo and Messi, no, Ronaldo and Neymar were crying like oh yeah yeah they were crying when okay and do you guys know why like ronaldo didn't get any playing time i didn't really get that uh i think it's just because he's older he's 38 so it's like he's just up there
0: when soccer players. so messi's 35 so this is like the cusp and like ronaldo's barely able to play right now like ronaldo's not prime ronaldo that he was you know they have him out there as more of
2: like a um like a like an homage. a homage sh- like an uh, entertainment kind of piece. Well, he'll
0: help out. He can shoot like crazy, okay. but to, to have him play 90 minutes, I think, is unrealistic. You know, to have him play the whole hour and a half. Like He
2: played 90 against uh, South Korea, though. Yeah,
0: I guess. So, I don't know. Probably, probably every game, they probably had to like use him wisely. I don't know. But it obviously I had to be... I'm sure it's probably... Um, his age I, I would have to guess because you you know the last world cup they're not letting that guy sit on the bench for a second you know so something had to have changed at that time yeah i don't know um but yeah and i think i need to go a bit of a hiatus at this point <laughs> no no we, we love having you ryan of course we love having you um and we had the shoe journey to the financial journey to the family journey
1: to the life journey a lot of journeys here more journeys to come guys more journeys to come oh yes yeah course
0: well have a good one thank you guys